I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Sunday League Pundits presented by Uber One. Uber One is a membership that lets you save across Uber Eats, Uber Rides, and everything in between. I'm talking about $0 delivery fees, 5% off on Uber Eats and 5% off on Uber Rides. Join Uber One today and get your first month free. Just head to uber.com slash Uber One, the word one, not the number, O-N-E for more details. Guys, what a weekend we have had in the world of football. I'm talking, well, let's honestly just start off with the biggest match yeah. of the weekend. Uh, kind of went the way that we didn't think it would. Lucas, uh, I'm just going to let you take off. Yeah, here. of course. I'm the Liverpool fan here. So uh, a lot of people weren't expecting Liverpool to have any sort of chance going into this game, especially with all the injuries that kept coming for Liverpool throughout the week, plus the poor form prior. Whereas Diaz got injured out until, the, I think, after the World Cup. And apparently had a knock. Matip, he got injured. Konate got injured like yesterday or two days ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh gosh, James Milner has to play against Manchester City. Last time this happened, it didn't go that well. And I write back too. Get yeah. to defend Philly Phil. Philly foe. Philly foe. Wazi's also joining us as well. The United fan will get to that uh, a little later too. But uh, Trent Alexander Arnold, big match. Didn't start. Well, in he did have an league. injury. Oh, okay, okay. That, fair that's enough. like a big reason why he didn't start. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, he did come in later on in that match, and Almost obviously, <laughs> sorry. Almost scored. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, I don't know if you saw the Pep Guardiola uh, interview afterwards, which we'll get into. Uh, this kind of leads into the Mosala goal. But uh, he was getting interviewed after, and he mentioned that, uh, oh, there was, it was a tight game and there was only one mistake made. And the uh, interviewer goes, well, what was that one mistake? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he goes, what? <laughs> what do you mean? And he, he goes and like tries to explain himself afterwards. It genuinely looked like Pep uh, uh, wanted to swing on him. But that was the... One mistake for City that ended up yeah. switching the game. Here. Yeah, oh. the goal. The goal that happened was the only goal of the match where uh, City had a free kick. Uh, De Bruyne just kicks it right at Allison, boots it. He that slips. Was fantastic. Goes right to Salah. Salah uses his super muscle strength, bullies Jao Cancelo off, turns him, boom, one on one, and slots it past Ederson. And unlike earlier in the match, where about like 15 minutes prior, where yeah, Ederson yeah. stopped him, this time Salah got it through. There's also a moment where I think I think that was maybe the same moment where Salah just kind of like put put it right past the post, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Ah, Mo Pala. Hi, that's me. I said that. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I mean, I, I, he sucks. He stinks. Brett, Brett said he was washed. Actually, yeah, literally, literally uh, like yeah. two minutes before he scored. <laughs> um, literally two minutes. But you know, it's funny. I, uh, there was this uh, tweet put up by ESPN FC uh, before the match. Uh, football images that precede unexpected events. Um, I love one of these accounts. ESPN FC put out Van Dyke out of form, Matip and TAA out injured, Kanate a fitness doubt. Guess who's coming to Anfield tomorrow? Erling Holland, 
Yeah, where was Erling Holland? And that's actually incredible, incredible by Liverpool to keep him off the score sheet. Well, four times he's ever played Liverpool in his career, all else. Now, granted, two of those were at Salzburg, but you know, wow. one of them were, were in the Community Shield earlier this season, where uh, he missed one of the easiest chances ever. Yes, I remember that. So did, did he score in the Community Shield against Liverpool? No. So he's not scored against Liverpool yet in his career? He's, I don't think he scored with Salzburg. I wouldn't be surprised. Liverpool's still pretty stacked back yeah, but yeah, it's uh, it's like you know an incredible challenge and a feat to even keep him off the score sheet at the rate he's been scoring, and um, to even just defeat City is impressive. I think this is City's first loss in the Premier League. I, you know, with the way they're going, I thought City could have gone undefeated with the, how things were going. Honestly, Arsenal fans going wild because <laughs> they get yeah. to celebrate. Yeah. Uh, no other team can go undefeated this season, yeah. but. I'm not surprised at the same time because we were talking about earlier on this year how sometimes City doesn't look unstoppable. They do have, or they have been conceding more often than not recently, um, or at least to start the season, I should say. And they only conceded one goal, obviously, in this game, but there have been times where they've been in 3-3 matches and stuff like that. So, um <sighs> I might say the the Premier League title is A, either wide open, or B, Arsenal's to lose. I mean, I still think it's too early to say that because, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, usually whenever you don't really see how things are going to look until a bit past halfway this season, in my opinion. But yeah, I mean, it, it's at least we're seeing something more interesting right now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. every time I see. A matchup where you expect one team to absolutely obliterate the opponent. Ninety percent of the time, that never happens. This yeah. is true. I've seen this actually happen with uh, you know Man United sometimes. Actually, where people expect them to get destroyed and not necessarily destroyed. Maybe they got the yeah, Brentford happened once. Okay. Well, to be fair, I think it was like one of the last Ole matches against Man City where <laughs> everyone thought United would get destroyed and they got destroyed. That's what I mean. Like there was moments <laughs> during the Ole era, I think specifically where that would happen. So. Um, but yeah, it was just credit to Liverpool. I don't like seeing them win. You don't. Uh, you don't like a few of the players, but mm. yeah, the first half, I think Liverpool actually. Bro, what you saying? I have an agenda. Yes. Yeah. You have more of yeah, an agenda yeah, than yeah. Brett, and Brett has plenty of agendas. Uh, ironically, <laughs> <laughs> only three players I don't like in world football. We all know them now. Messi. Why? Well, I love him. No, that's fake. Pogba. <laughs> don't like that guy. Suppose he's me back for the World Cup, and I'm like, no, don't be even. No, no, that's a different. But uh, Liverpool now up to eighth in the Premier League table. Uh, Manchester City to second. Well, they were still second, anyways, but uh, still in second. They were in eleventh, though. Liverpool. Yeah, but yeah, it could have been like that if a certain goal. Wasn't ruled out. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about mm-hmm. that. I forgot about yeah, that. That's uh, what Pat probably mentioned as the one mistake. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, hey? Yeah. <laughs> I guess there were a couple of mistakes there. But uh, also, uh, Jurgen Klopp getting a red, too. The, we had a little bit of everything. In yeah, this lots of things happening. I mean, let's talk about the disallowed goal. Um, Originally, it was uh, on getting... Well, this this was right after Sal's chance that got stopped by Ederson. The referee didn't give a, a corner. He gave a goal kick after Ederson was on the ground for five minutes. And I, Honestly, I missed it. I, I, I missed it. I was outside. I came back. And then all of a sudden, I'm just seeing the, the number come off. I'm like, what's going on here? So he was down, right? Yeah. So what happened? Uh, yeah, I mean, he was just like, he just probably felt some uncomfortable, something uncomfortable in his mm. or something. But he stayed in the game. Uh, but yeah, the, the ref was supposed to give a, well, didn't. Oh, the ref gave a goal kick instead of a corner kick, despite Ederson saving it. Did he go down right away, score a goal, and we think, oh, Liverpool are down 1-0. But there was two things. Initially, I thought Allison at least had two points of ground, oh, two points on the ball, which means for a goalkeeper to have controlled the ball, they either need like one of their hands and either ground or their other hand or something else to be touching the ball for it to... Uh, be in their possession and like if it gets taken hunt. out then it's uh, a foul and that's so that's what I thought happened on the play and it kind of looked like that was but then when VAR went and checked it it showed 
Holland bringing down Fabinho. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I'm like, damn, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Now I, I do remember them showing the replay, and it. I don't want to... I'm not sure if it was soft or something like that, well, I, but... I think one of the more iconic images of this match was when uh, uh, Tiago, like, what was he... He blocked the ball from Erling Holland. I can't where, where he put his foot over... Under Erling Holland's crotch... And I, I just something about that image just it was fantastic. Talk, talk about ball control, right? Anyways, I just had. Uh, but according to match, match, match of the day, uh, with that stuff, uh, we've been told that if it wasn't disallowed for the foul on Fabinho, it would have been for the foul on the goalkeeper by Holland. So, uh, after that goal, Pep was pissed. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm like, it, you look at it, 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 it's no goal. It was clear. Yeah, it looked like a foul, and yeah. But Pep was pissed. Bernardo Silva was pissed. City fans were pissed. That's so petty. I, I, I watched the reaction of the kickoff. Uh, who choose Jordy's and yeah. like the City fan and the United fan on there were just like, oh, "VAR is ruining the game." <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> uh, I don't think to complain about VAR. I don't think this is it. I think that, if that goal stood, that's pure corruption. I don't know if it's pure corruption. I don't know about that one. No, no. I think that would have been pure corruption. You can tell it's you know the Man City just wanted to be the Man City. I don't think I, I do not uh, agree with was there, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that is what happened. But at the end of the day, people do get the win. Wop gets a red card because mm-hmm. Osal gets pulled uh, pretty much like a wrestling slammed on by Bernardo Silva. Klopp <laughs> yelled into the assistant referee's ear. Yeah, I mean, this certainly gets a red card. You can't really be doing that. Yeah, no, that was. Uh, I, but that was also just a straight up bad call. Yeah, it was. That was a bad call, a missed call, and I don't, I don't know what it was. I feel like there was a lot of missed call, and more maybe not missed calls, just inconsistency. Yeah, in, in the match, but uh, that builds the game, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, one way or another. Now, Brett, as uh, the number one hater and lover of this man, Darwin. Yes. What were your thoughts on <laughs> some of the things he did in the game? I I don't understand the thought process between numerous of the plays. A three-on-one, <laughs> three-on-one break from the center dot. And he kept it himself. The, the, def- the defender literally closed in on him, and he had two other guys mm-hmm. wide open. And what does he do? He shoots it right at the defender. <laughs> Not even, like, around him, doesn't try and make a move, doesn't fake the pass. Everybody knew what he was doing from the center dot. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> uh, I thought he actually did a decent job what he did on the pitch. Was, that was pretty bad. The chip he tried was yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> and then uh, just... I forgot about that. <laughs> it, it's interesting. I, I saw another tweet on social media, and it was comparing Darwin Nunez to an objective in FIFA in squad battles. Uh, one of those squad battle objectives where you're trying to score with like, a specific nation. Oh. So, like, trying to score a goal with Uruguayan striker. From outside the Shit, box or something. Yeah. Like that. It's yeah. basically what Darwin Nunez is. It's unfortunate, really. I'm like, I try. I kind of sympathize with this guy. Like, let's be honest. He's he's being criticized for everything, but kind of fairly so at the same time. It's he's not been pretty to watch. I mean, he definitely deserves criticism for like terrible decisions. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, I think I just think he's. Uh, I mean, not gonna make some of those. Gonna pass the ball there. Yeah, the chip. You know, sometimes shots don't go off well. Uh, um and then the pass or he almost got an assist but Fabio Carvalho probably wanted the pass to him sooner instead he passed to Trent on the back post Trent, the pass was a bit too heavy I uh, I don't know uh, playing devil's advocate and uh, you know maybe it's copium uh I just think maybe he's just right now really he's a really emotional guy as you yeah. you can tell but I think he's also also a young guy he's only twenty three so I I feel like once more time goes by and you know comes down a little bit more and and really like gets used to everything um will go better for him i think more successful things will come obviously sometimes just sometimes he has like if he first touch but then sometimes you just see him get around the guy and just like mm-hmm. he's like a a bullet train <laughs> so it's like it's very very mixed so far with him obviously 80 million is gonna yeah. be on his 
uh, ass this whole. Well, that's like any player. Like for example, I think Harry Maguire. You know, he went for eighty million, and he's been only criticized and scrutinized since joining United, and probably forever will be. And but with Darwin, like I, I'm seeing good, like the basics, like looking good, like. Passing. But, like, he's getting into the right spots, getting into the channels while opening space up for himself, which ends up opening space for other people mm -hmm. as well. So, like, that's stuff I'm pleased to see. But, yeah, right now, <laughs> uh, some... But, and again, I have to think, it's not like Sadio Mane was <laughs> the best decision maker in the world at times either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Darwin Nunes is a raw player, I think. It was yeah. probably a way to put it. So, uh, Man United, yeah. nil nil against uh, Newcastle. Another narrow result, um, which I mean, it's been, seems like a common team. I mean, especially against the Cypriot team. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? Actually, I, I saw. I, I didn't obviously catch the game because, as I said, Brett earlier, I got home around four a.m. I needed to sleep. <laughs> I, 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 can't, I need energy. I still don't have energy, but. I saw a little highlight from Ronaldo where he picked picked the ball off from the keeper's feet and scored. That was interesting. Yeah, it should have been legal. I'm not. Gonna... I mean, I'm hearing this should have been legal. There, there's people that are looking at rebound. I don't know why exactly. So I'm sorry if I can't um, decipher it, but. Can you? Can yeah, so what essentially happened was there was a... I'm not sure if it was an offside or a free kick. I can't remember what it was. But... Uh, the center back was the one who actually went over there and played it back to the keeper, but it was just like a little subtle nudge back to the keeper. So it may have seemed like he wasn't hmm. doing it. And so, but Ronaldo noticed him make the touch. So technically it okay. should be live. So there was a video from the stands and this tweet says, we can hear the referee whistle and the player of Newcastle playing the ball. The goal of Cristiano was perfectly legal. Apparently. So it should have stood, which is also a very crazy goal in general. But like, then the did the ref pull the whistle after he took the ball? I didn't hear that, but um, his hand was still up, so technically the ball shouldn't have been in play. But the the whistle did go. The touch was made. The ball did move, did make a move yeah. to the keeper. Ronaldo saw it. And, and he... you know, that proves that Sunday League moments do happen <laughs> in the Premier League. To be fair, this has happened before. Something yeah. like this. Um, I... Liverpool, it have been Middlesbrough, but I remember uh, it was, I think, the 09-2010 season. Or, yeah, I think it was the season where Liverpool, we were doing bad. Um, <laughs> no, there was multiple seasons, but the first really <laughs> bad one. And, uh, yeah, it was a free kick. Might have been against Fulham, but um, basically, like, they kicked it back to, to a different person to take the free kick. But then, like, uh, no one was really reacting. And then Fernando Torres stole the ball. And he was, like, looking just kept going and then passed it across to Dirk Kout. And they scored a goal and they countered the goal. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'm remembering it right or not, but it was something, of like, something like that. Yeah, and they're, like, corner kicks are very notorious for little subtle movements like that, too. You see hmm. the, the, the linesman's over in the, the corner, and you just tell them, hey, I, I made the move. Nobody else has to know. And the other player comes in, takes it, and the ball is live as soon as the, the player in the corner moves it. So as soon as they make the play, they'll run into the box, and then another player will come in, make it look like they're taking the corner, just take the ball, everybody's sleeping, you have uh, extra space to move, right? So uh, there's uh, there have been uh, moments like that, and that's why I saw it. And I was like, I thought that could have been counted. I understand the other side, and I'm okay with it. Not, but at the same time, you know, <laughs> you know. But uh, I saw a tweet today, too, that over the last four games, United has had 89 chances and have six goals. And two of those matches are against pneumonia. And uh, the, the other two are, I mean, one's against Newcastle, which it was a good game, I would say, still. But 
89 chances and you have six goals. You have Ronaldo, Rashford, Sancho, Anthony. Anthony like, just scored a few of those chances. I mean, I think Rashford near yeah, the end was 100%. very close to the header. Oh my god! I don't no, know. How I, I think missed I, that. I think Lucas summed it up pretty well at the start of the year about Man United. How there's gonna be some ups, some downs, ups and downs, and it's been basically case in point with Man United. It's just gonna take some time for Ten Hag to really utilize and get the best of this team. Sometimes you'll see the best. Sometimes you're going to see the worst. We saw against Man City. We saw that against a few of the Europa League teams. It's it's not going to be perfect. And it's going to take some time for this team to really become a dominant team in the Prem. And they are in fifth place. Liverpool's eighth, by the way. I mean, we're only three points behind you now. Hey, man. Hey, hey. We have a game in hand. We do well, have three losses. We have a game in hand. We have three losses. <laughs> we actually, actually, Newcastle was the first draw for United. So, um... Yeah, it's just also, uh, I want to go back to the Ronaldo moment because you mentioned a moment against uh, what, Millsborough, whatever. I remember this one time, I think I mentioned this like years ago, when Robin Van Persie did something similar where the goalkeeper kicked it out. It was a goal kick. He kicked it and Van Persie like, kicked it mid. Uh, oh, that wasn't a goal kick. He was uh, booting it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, of course, the ref called that as a foul or something offside. I don't remember, but. Oh, he called it as like, you can't do that. Yeah, you, just, you can't do that. Up, <laughs> yeah, he didn't really give the keeper much space in that situation. Ronaldinho either. did that as well. Yeah. As the keeper was put it up in the air, he just tipped it up and put it around. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like there's that. rules where you just can't kick the ball out when the yeah. keeper's doing a goal, a boot. Right. I mean, credit to Ronaldo. He's finally, finally starting games. Well, finally. He was out by, like, I don't have the exact time, but pretty early. Like, the 60s, yeah, second wasn't minute he smiling afterwards? Like and uh, then the commentators were just mentioning. It was far from far from it. He was not happy. Oh. Yeah, he was not happy. They call, showed him. Call me crazy. Oh, good. But I think Ronaldo's just an average striker now. <laughs> I I just I I think he, he, there's so many strikers just like him out throughout Europe. He's he's nothing special anymore. What what does he do that's so unique? If that was Ronaldo at the end of the game, we're having a totally different conversation. If if Ronaldo's on the other end of that header, it's a one nothing victory. He, he does for... the basics of every striker nowadays. Oh, really? Because he... Marcus Rashford didn't do uh, that. Yeah, but that's what I mean. He's just average. Stri- you can slot him to any eleven. So uh, what's what's Marcus Rashford then? I'll, I'll, I don't even know. I don't even want to talk about Marcus Rashford. What? <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, bro! I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Ronaldo is. He's not what he used to be, obviously, and he he just doesn't make that impact anymore. I maybe I'm I'm talking to my ass here. You are, you are. Are you sure? Are you sure? Look, Ronaldo didn't have a preseason. That's on him, to be fair. Yeah. Um. So you can, I think, how he's performing. You have to. You can't even blame your your the club. You have to blame him because he didn't participate in preseason. He was behind everyone so heavily. Maybe, yeah. So like, if you want to criticize Ronaldo, criticize him for trying to move and not doing a good job of doing. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm just on the Ronaldo hay wagon. The 72nd minute, Cristiano Ronaldo came out for uh, Marcus Rashford. Okay, okay. Maybe I'll I'll pipe down a bit. It's just, I, I, I just feel like he's just a regular striker now. I feel like. There's strikers like him in Serie A and and Bundesliga. I I I don't see uniqueness in Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, Ronaldo there's anymore. no one like him. But if you're talking about the impact of his goal scoring, then yeah, there's a lot of strikers. Yes, probably that's, scoring that's a lot what more I'm kind of trying right to now. get at here. Exactly. Thank you so much. He's he knows ball. I'm just. You did a terrible job. <laughs> so, so you just made him sound like Ronaldo has lost all his talent. Like yeah. like it's Space Jam. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it is. I won't lie. <laughs> Okay, maybe. Well, we don't know where he was this summer. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, he could have been recording Space Jam 3. Um, but, uh, no, I, I, I just, who would you get for United then? For striker? Don't say Jonathan David. Other than that. I, I don't think Jonathan David is, like, the type of striker you need. Because he, he's not... I know he's scoring a lot of goals, but he's not necessarily, like, a number nine. Yeah. But he's, like... he. I see him closer to like what Firmino does for Liverpool. <laughs> I don't know if if, if it's like it's not it's obviously not a one to one comparison, but like yeah. at was it Genk or Ghent? Ghent was it? Which one? Oh, uh, yeah, Ghent, Ghent. Yeah, um, he he was more like a number ten there. He played more in the number ten role a lot of the time. And he may have been a Ghent. <laughs> Ghent yeah, might. Yeah. It's the one with the. I think it is Ghent. It's not. I think Genk is the one where Koulibaly came from. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he was like more of a ten at Ghent, and then at Lille, he 
was more of like he played in more of a duo uh, initially in the first season where they won the league. He was uh in a partnership with Yilmaz. Ooh, yes. Yeah. And then I think now now he's more of a single striker. Yeah. I mean, he's leading uh, Ligon in goals right now. He did now. score uh here where we have some highlights. Jonathan Zabe scored a penalty and he scored another goal. Just so good in the box. I mean, that's a good poacher's goal that he scored. I mean, gets in the oh, right Oh, but spot. you know, Ronaldo scored that. Oh, Tappen merch. Actually, he would be tied because Neymar did score today. And so they are tied together. But he scored two. What? Yeah, he but. was he was down two, I believe. Oh. Yes, it was Ghent. Maybe I'm a little harsh on him. I just think he passed it. I mean, he's definitely not what he... He's obviously not peak Ronaldo. But yeah. he's, I still think he can probably th- do something for you I feel like his rating and feet was justified. Okay, and we're there already. Um, let's move on from Manchester United. Is I just want to in general. I'm I'm a broken-hearted boy. Uh, let's move on to El Clasico. Is we we have been treated with a whole bunch of fantastic. Yeah, matches. Uh, we we could go over the rest of the Premier League, but it, it was a weird Premier League schedule yeah. in general. Like yesterday in the Prem, there was only four, and ever you know Everton lost two 0 to Tottenham Wolves. Embarrassed Forrest on social media. That was fantastic. I don't know if you saw. I made a TikTok and a short about that where uh, Forrest said something about, oh, the Wolves come out to play. And then the Wolves, like, we chopped down your Forrest after we beat you. That was great. (laughs) Fulham draw, Bournemouth. Yeah, that game, I watched. Of course, I watched that game when all the goals happened. Yeah. Or before. So, I didn't really enjoy it. Um, yeah, Arsenal defeat Leeds 1-0. And yeah, or that game had, like, a delay because, like, the lights or something w- weren't working. So that really? game ended, like, in the middle of the first half of the Liverpool game. Really? But apparently uh, there were some bar decisions there, but Arsenal got the win at the end of the day. Apparently Arsenal weren't at their best, but they got the win. Hmm, I missed that. Uh, but Chelsea defeat Villa. Uh, was it 2-0 or 3-0? 2-0. 2-0. Yeah, Mount got both goals. Um, Kepa making some incredible saves. Good to hear. Uh, there's, like, a triple save at one point. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, uh, Villa were, it was 1-0 Chelsea in the second half, and Villa were actually playing really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, Watkinis, Watkins, bro, <laughs> my man. You talk about Darwin having terrible f- uh, f- uh, decision-making, bro. He had a shot that went out, nearly out of bounds. <laughs> like, to the, for a throw-in, <laughs> incredible. Really? Oh, for a throw-in. Yeah, it was. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, I mean, he just didn't wrap the foot around the ball, but, you know. He, Watkins, he got into a lot of good spaces, but, you know, like in the last day of last season against City, he didn't really finish his... Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I thought Villa were playing well, and then Mount just scored a free kick. It looked nice on the initial shot, but then on the replay, mm-hmm. uh, it went, like, pretty central, and Martinez was just wrong-footed. Right. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, hmm. Why praise Mickey? <laughs> but, yeah, we'll give him. He got a brace. Good for him. Yeah, so uh, let's move on to the El Clasico because okay. I missed all those. Um, but let's go on to the El Clasico. Lots, lots of uh, talk around El Clasico. Mm-hmm. Barcelona fans are frustrated. <laughs> Real Madrid fans are on cloud nine. And, you know, it's uh, interesting. La Liga, I heard it was a good... Did you guys watch it? I watched a little bit of it, but it wasn't my main focus. Yeah. Um, right. Like, I mean, if you look at it, I, I do want to talk about Barcelona quickly, but, you know, Real Madrid, they went 3-1. Benzema with a goal, Valverde, Rodrigo with a penalty in the minute, and Rafa. Uh, Valverde. So, so. Mm, that's the thing. So, so good. Mm. If we just... I, obviously, we're not going to get deep in the match. We didn't watch a ton. But Valverde's got so much hype recently, I've noticed. I mean, Tony Cruz is calling him what a top three player in the world right now, I think. Top three midfielder, I think he tweeted I, out yeah. after the game. Which is just, just imagine him just tweeting uh, after the game, and then everyone's just celebrating. Just He just goes on Twitter.com. Yeah. Other day, best midfielder. Um, credit to him. Yeah, he's he's been wild. Yeah. like I mean, Canada takes. We, we actually played Uruguay. I'm like, oh, hopefully in the world. But they have Valverde. Yeah, I mean, people are probably st- noticing more. Like, I think more of the casuals are noticing more because he's scoring goals. I think uh, that makes sense. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but like, yeah, Liam. I mean, <laughs> casual. But like last season, like he was like basically Real Madrid's engine because like they put him on the right wing a lot of, in a lot of matches mm-hmm. instead of like maybe guys like Rodrigo because he was more of a ba- more balanced uh, yeah. but he he's always been useful for Real Madrid and oh yeah he's always been in player teams I think for the pandemic 
form during the pandemic season where I thought he was like one of the best midfielders in the world. Wow. Yeah, I think there was a moment as well. I remember that too. And then I think he had some injuries and then Real Madrid had a bad season and then, you know, the talk quieted down. But then, yeah, I mean, late last season, he, he started booming again. And of course, that assist in the Champions League final was a great pass. And he's been continuing, continue, continuing great form. Real Madrid are going to need it because Cruz and Modric can't play forever. I mean, they seem like they can. Well, I, but... I mean, it's, it's great because Valverde is going to be a, one of the more experienced midfielders once those two are gone. And then you have Camavinga and Chunami coming in. So I think their midfield is going to be a class for next couple. And they apparently want Jude. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ, if they get Jude Bellingham, I'm, I'm, I'm a Real Madrid supporter. Well, imagine. <laughs> he, notice like... how tentatively he said that. Um, <laughs> the other thing, too, is... They could be in on killing Mbappe. Oh my god, that guy is a headache. PSG. That is a headache. Well, he could be going there. Uh, if you'd missed it, uh, apparently there was rumors that Mbappe was unhappy at PSG. He said after today's game against Marseille that those were not. No. So, but where there's smoke, there could be fire because yeah. there's a, a, quite a few sources. It wasn't just one mm-hmm. bad source. Fabrizio about it, so he must have like he must have like known someone who told him. So, there's something always going on at PSG behind closed. It seems like a PSG. Neymar and Messi are happy, but Mbappe's just kind of iffy about little things. I I don't know what it is, but like Messi and Neymar, their friends are Yo, we're winning, man. We're pretty happy. We just want to the champions and Mbappe's no, you do this, you don't pass to me. I wanna do these. <laughs> Bro, but Rose like a little spoiled child right now, I won't lie. I'm trying to remember who it was, so excuse me for not giving full credit, but I believe it was somewhere on TikTok. Somebody was saying that he's acting like somebody who hasn't been told no before. Yes. Entitled. It, yeah, well, yeah, there you go. There's there's the the word yeah. for it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh I mean let's be real, from the time he was a child, there's always been tabloids on him, always always press around him, always told that he was going to be great. And then he was great, and then he got his move to PSG, well, and then he got his massive contract. Well, not only that, right before, he, he went to PSG, but in the middle of that, he was at PSG, and he wins a World Cup. Yeah, well, yeah. And he exactly. gets a he get, what, Golden Boy Award there. I think he was yeah. one of the top scorers. He scored in the World Cup final. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a lot of, I'll be honest, that was me. My ego will be through the fucking roof. Yeah, yours already is. I, thought, <laughs> yeah, 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 so. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. No, I do know about that, but... Yeah, no, and they did, PSG did, they played Marseille today, but uh, um, only won 1-0. Yeah, I mean, there was a red card where mm-hmm. uh, Marseille player one tackled Neymar from behind. Yeah, that was a nasty, Yeah, nasty instant tackle. red. Yeah. Um, uh, but Marseille were actually playing pretty well. They could have actually tied it, but PSG got the win. PSG was PSG. That goal... Beautiful feed from Mbappe to Neymar, but the like the play right before Neymar gives it to Mbappe. Actually, I think Mbappe play, came in. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And with it, and Neymar was was in the middle, and he goes to hammer it, and Mbappe does, and he just sails it, and I was just like, "What are you doing, dog?" <laughs> like, like... I mean, some I think if going back to the Nunez point, like, I think strikers like goal focus first, greedy yeah. first. So if they see any sort of chance for themselves, they'll take it, even if there's a better option. And if that goes in, you're going, oh, my goodness, right? So, no, I, I completely, it's fair, I think. It's completely fair. Um, but back to El Clasico. Yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't a good day for Barcelona. It started with Karim Benzema, the man with the best Christmas song of all time. <laughs> uh, he scored first after um, it was Vinicius getting in behind, and he got, gets his shot saved, and it just ricochets to Benzema. He slots it into... Through a crowd of players, make it 1-0. Valverde gets a strike from the top, top of the box to make it 2-0. And then uh, I don't really know what happened in the second half until uh, uh, Barca get one back. Um, uh, Ansu Fadi, it was a nice ball across. Lewandowski does like a nice flick with a, his, I think, left foot, which leads the ball to Ferran Torres for an empty net, making it 2-1, thinking, what's happening here? But uh, then... Uh, Section where maybe some Barcelona fans are a little annoyed. Uh, they concede a penalty. I think the Jordi Alba was it Eric Garcia. It was somebody who um, doesn't get the ball, but like runs past the player. But the heel of his studs stamps on Rodrigo. Oh, Rodrigo yes. goes down, and initially nothing is given. But then the ref goes to VAR. And the penalty is given. It's thought home by Rodrigo to make it 3-1. That's the game. Yeah, it's too bad because it was... Barca was pressing. It looked like it was. they were close to potentially getting the, the equalizer there. But I don't want to say you can't make mistakes. Well, you can't make mistakes. And I don't want to say that that was a massive mistake per se. But... You, you got to be careful. Yeah. That type of stuff. Uh, I mean, obviously, you can. La Liga. Exa- well, yeah, there you go. Exactly, right? So, and in El Clasico, and now everybody says it's the Drake curse. <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, but they were down early 2-0. They, the thing about going down relatively early or still, it, you still have time to try and, and, and get, come back. They got that first goal, and it looked like they were going to press and get that other one. But yeah, like you said, you get the you make the 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 penalty, and well, yeah, you're screwed. One thing I I really want to talk about Barcelona is kind of their fans. Um, is it fair for me to say Barcelona fans need to chill and relax? Because I saw a TikTok of this guy, and he was like. It's the end of the world for Barcelona. It's like, when are we going to start winning trophies again? Like, no, 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 no. We're in the worst state possible. Like, I just want to see this club great again. I love Barcelona so much. I'm like, dude, it's a process. Well, Manchester United fans. Yeah, I know. It's a process. <laughs> You've signed some really good players recently. Your club has spent money. It's not going to be perfect. There's going to be some bumps. Especially Xavi being what's still some, but relatively is. How long has he been there for now? A year? Yeah, not even. There you go. It's it's not going to be... I mean, even when Pep was at Man City first, it wasn't perfect. When Klopp was at Liverpool at first, it wasn't perfect. It's going to take a little bit of time. Barcelona will be back at the top. Look, I thought they were going to be pretty dominant this year. But, like, all of a sudden, Barcelona have a few shaky results in the Champions League. I mean, this loss to Real Madrid was Barca's first loss in La Liga. They're still second. There's still so much time in the season. Don't panic. There might be time to panic, though, Was This is the World Cup? No. Why? Champions League. 
They lost to in no, they lost to Inter last. Which credit to Inter? I'm shocked Inter pulled it back. Then, then they drew Inter three three. And what? I wish I watched that game instead of some others. It's like you mentioned before. It's you know, form is temporary. But was right. You got to remember, <laughs> the Champions League money is massive for them, especially with the amount of levers they kept pulling. Yeah. And they're financially dependent to do well on the Champions League. They said in like to their socials or whatever or to whatever it is. They said, oh, our financial expectations. We will get this much for the Champions League because we will make the quarterfinals. <laughs> we might not get that money because if Inter wins, I think, against Bizen or if they win at least one more game, it's done for Barcelona in the Champions League. And if they're out of the Champions League, they're not getting... That's the second year in a row they're not getting knockout stage fo football money. Yeah. And that is bad for a club that is uh, reliant on getting money. <laughs> when they brought in Rafinha... Oh, Lewandowski, yeah. This is why f there's probably quite a few fans pissed. Like, yeah, yeah, because I, I, I can you understand. You guys not doing well in the Champions League. It's fine because you, have, you still have rich owners yes. that just don't like to spend, but they're yes. rich, and you're in the Premier League, which gives a lot of okay, money. Okay, I guess so. But I, from the way they've been acting, it seems like they're like bomb top, you know, 10th in La Liga. They're second in La Liga still, but I guess Champions League obviously is a big problem right now. I think in La Liga they're still kind of safe. Safe in La Liga. Because it was their first loss. Yeah, it's like La Liga. They're doing fine right yeah. now. But that was also one of their. I don't know if they've had a that tough of a, a season so far. I don't think they put they played a Falco Madrid actually. But man, I've said some dumb shit on. Yeah, yeah. Ronaldo, yeah. not Barca. Yeah. I mean, I can understand why Barcelona fans are starting to get worried or annoyed yeah. because, yeah, like. They're expected to be making a certain amount of money. If they don't... I understand that, you know, as a Barca fan, your expectations should be high. But, like, that's just the reality of football. Not everything's going to go your way. And I think they also viewed Chavis to be the actual savior of this club. And that results would be smooth. It's, there's, it's it was, I don't know. I think my problem is um, the owner or the president, Laporta, for sure trying to make himself look good. In any way where it doesn't make him look good, other people are going to suffer. Um, if the finances aren't looking good, Frankie de Jong's name's out in the media. Yeah. Um, if, if they don't get the Champions League money, there might be, uh, there could be some news reports about Javi, whether fair or not, which I don't think it's fair. Mm -hmm. But uh, there, or. There's always going to be fingers to point. There's always. There, with Barcelona for the last, I feel like, five years, there's always been something in the media that's popped up where it's blaming that, blaming that. Right. But if how Laporta is set up, like, they could have easily just went through t taking the young players and, you know, taking young players, and as they do better, improve, they can make some bigger signs and things like that. Instead, they wanted to pull all these financial levers, make sure they get all these top players right away, um, try to make other players' wages go down, uh, and, make, and make players who don't want to bring their wages down feel terrible or something mm. like that. They, they decided to go that route, which I'm not saying is the wrong choice because mm. right now you're still in La Liga. You technically still have a chance in the Champions League. And it, it was the, the, what you think was the solution to bring the best possible results in, which I can't blame you for that. But... We'll see how it do how it goes for the next little bit. If they don't make the Champions League, that's not good. Yeah, no, not good at all. Um, and they could go down to the Europa League, as I joked about. But as Mourinho would say, the uh, what? European Conference League. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had some word, but I don't remember what. It was. Um, anything else we want to talk about in regards to European football? Well. Oh. I mean, I was going to mention, there's still Bundesliga in Syria, which, yeah. which is worth talking about. I mean, not for too long. I mean, Dortmund lost to Union Berlin. Union now four Ooh. points above anyone in the league. That's actually an interesting story. Yeah, they, uh, from what I, I didn't, the game was at the same time as the Liverpool match, so I wasn't really paying attention to it, but Union got two goals in the first half, and it just, Dortmund tried to let Union have a lot of possession, supposedly, but that didn't work out, and Dortmund couldn't really get into the game and just, you know, the classic Dortmund where uh, 
you know they have the player they have the players to do the right things but they end up not getting the job done it's it's something i think they're right now in a process where they need to trust in the coach uh kind of like with Mikel Arteta and Arsenal mm-hmm. and i think they'll be fine but like they're right now having a missed opportunity where they could be higher up in the standings but now they're they're like Seven points behind first, I think. Mm-hmm. But Bayern, they played Freiburg, who were... So there's uh, matches where the top four teams are playing each other. Uh, Freiburg, doing so good in the league, so great in Europe, and they got smacked. Clapped. 5-0. Yep. Clapped. Mm-hmm. That was... Uh, un- uh, maybe not, Well, I, I'm going to say unexpected. I didn't think it would be 5-0. It was, yeah, I, I didn't, I thought Freiburg would be able to put up a fight, but unfortunately not. Mm. Freiburg's still in the top four. Bayern, no jump ahead. I think Bayern are now in second, but still, I believe, four points behind. Is it realistic that Union Berlin could win the Bundesliga? I think it's still early, but yeah. Okay, I realize it's still early, but we're here to ask the hypothetical questions and answer potentially those hypothetical questions. When, so, you're, when you're four points above Bayern 10 games in, I think you have to consider them as a serious threat now. And that, and the way they play, they're more, they play more counter-attacking style, so they, sometimes they're not the most exciting team to watch. Mm-hmm. But... I think they the playstyle they have can lead them to good results for the rest of the season. And whether that's enough to um, stay ahead of Bayern or whether that's enough before Bayern ended up making their uh, second half of the season charge, we'll see. But I think you have to consider them now. I think you have to take them seriously. Six goals mm-hmm. conceded in 10 games, that's not a joke. Yeah. That's very impressive, especially in the Bundesliga. Have they played... Uh, uh, um... Byron yet? I think they have, haven't they? I believe they did, but let me. I can just double check. I'm, that was the most interesting IH I've ever seen in my life. That was bold. Good for you. Well, uh, I, I think it's also important to know with, uh, which I think is kind of cool, is that you know Berlin is also the capital of Germany, right? So to see maybe the German capital win the Bundesliga is kind of cool. I think pretty unique. I was you, intrigued to go where you're going. You, with you that. would think like. To be the capital of Germany, you'd be much better at football, but they're pretty good right now, hey? Yeah, I mean, they do. Like, you think they're like, they would be on a Bayern level, but obviously, I mean, football is football. I guess that's why uh, everybody expects Arsenal to win everything, right? Well, Chelsea does that instead. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, shout out to the Chelsea supporters. You know you know who you are, Wyatt. And there's a few others. I'm sorry. Uh, but, you yeah, they did uh, tie Bayern earlier in the year. There you go. And well, it was a low-scoring game, wasn't one, it? 1-1. One. Yeah. There you uh, go. What else going to mention? I went with the Bundesliga. Sorry, we're going to mention it. Uh, about the Bundesliga? Well, Alfonso Davies. It was good to see him back in action. Uh, he uh, with the, was a skull bruise, I think. Yes. And I was worried. I, mean, I we Obviously, as Canadians, we do not want Alfonso injured before the World Cup. Considering players are getting injured right now. Uh, you have Conte, who's out. You have Reese James, who's confirmed out for the World Cup now. And if Alfonso Davies is out for the World Cup, there's no... Com- we, we're, we're kind of... I don't want to say it. I don't yeah. want to say it. Yeah, don't put it in the atmosphere, no, no. everybody. No, a hundred percent. And same with uh, Jonathan David, Tayshawn Buchanan, who's also coming By the back way, from an injury. We are watching Montreal Orlando here, and I really hope Kone Ishmael Kone gets uh, called up to the World Cup. He is a good in this. He's, match. Yeah, he's very exciting. He's got some nice pace to him. He's very good at leading the attack. I think he'd do really well with Stackel in that yeah. midfield. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to call him a facilitator. I, I really think that he's and he he's had offers from European clubs. I think it, this might be one his final season at or in uh, North America. Better than Scotty Mack. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um. Yeah, I, I think Canada, Atiba uh, uh, Hutchinson's just coming back from an yeah, injury Yeah, so this as well. is good. Um, but quickly, should we mention the Serie A you have here, Napoli-Bologna? Yeah, Napoli oh getting another win. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I was watching that match. <laughs> Napoli, uh, it was a, I didn't get to watch it either, but you know, it was tied 1-1, then tied 2-2. But Did Faradona score? Faradona got the game-winning assist. Yeah, oh. <laughs> so big he was still a big reason why they won the game oh he was fantastic so yeah. like Napoli you heard of the Ewing theory the Ewing theory yeah no, no like the Patrick Ewing yeah basketball player uh, when he I think left the Knicks the Knicks did better without him 
Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've been reading about uh, from David Amoyal on Twitter. Uh, Napoli have three versions of that. Oh, really? Insigne, Mertens, and Koulibaly leaving, and the team is still is doing better without them. Mm. <laughs> you got Claradona actually getting goal contributions, unlike Insigne. Um, I mean, Mertens, Mertens was a club legend, but, you know, they're still scoring goals without him. And then Koulibaly, he's gone. Who He was an important player for them, but Kim and Jay... Very good for them. Uh, I've really enjoyed Napoli's football recently. Yeah, they've been probably one of the more exciting teams in Europe to watch. And yeah, that win is keeping them in first place in Syria. Atalanta, though, they're they're they're, they're uh, something right you now. They're in the second place, down by two points. Uh, they got a 2-1 win over Spasola on the weekend. And, but then uh, AC Milan, they got a tough victory against Hellas Verona today. Uh, I don't remember. Who scored the goal? But it was Sandro Tonali. Right, mm-hmm. it was Sandro Tonali. Yeah, yes. it was baby. The the greatest uh, center defensive mid in the world right now. <laughs> He's my favorite. Um, <laughs> but yeah, not AC. Some neat words are. I'm so excited about Syria. But yeah, AC Milan. They're they're getting results. I mean, Lazio are getting results as well. Although they tied Udinese today, so those both hey. teams are tied for fourth. We were talking about Udinese earlier on in, in uh, the season, too. Mm-hmm. A good club, too. Yeah, I mean, realistically, every uh, big team won, like Inter won, and even Juventus won. Oh, I heard they were not that great, but... They weren't They weren't that great. I, I was watching that one, too. And I, I think before that, ma- or before that match ended, Fabrizio Romano tweeted out, he's like, Allegri is still the manager of, <laughs> of Juventus. And everyone's like... Yeah, they just won. <laughs> and then Pavel Nedved came out and he goes, no, he, he's still he's still the manager. And everyone's like, what is happening? Like, I mean, Juventus have had a very wild time, especially in the Champions League, where they lost to <laughs> a Maccabi Haifa. Oh my God, yes. Yes. Isn't that fantastic, though? Yep. Shout, shout out to Steffer, who's been just... It's been a struggle for being a Juve fan right now. <laughs> I can't tell what's worse being Juve, Barca, or United fan right now. For if you're a big fan, a club Juve. fan, Juve, Juve, uh, yeah, watch yeah, terrible easily. football. And your it's team terrible. Plays terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> I've seen terrible football, man. And every time I watch them, like, is this watching paint dry? Like, let's be honest here. Yeah, and then they lose, <laughs> <laughs> like, and they're basically they're five points behind second for the Champions League uh, knockout stage spot, and so basically Benfica PSG. Both Benfica and PSG just need two points. Yeah. And they're and Juve are in the Europa League. Could yeah. you imagine Barcelona, Juve, Manchester United, Arsenal, all in the Europa League? And none of them win it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, who's gonna win it? <laughs> Union. No, no, Freiburg. Freiburg. It's always yeah. a German team now. Freiburg. It went from Spanish teams to German teams, okay? Um also in the Champions League, we are very close to getting four Canadians in the round It's amazing. How's uh, Porto doing? Very well. Perfect. Very well. In fact, in the top of their table, it is Club Rouge. Stock effect. Well, it's Club Rouge and SC Porto at the top. They're in the That's s- actually fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Atletico Madrid, they could be going to the Europa League. They're- Suck it, Semyone. I mean, Cajones, where are they now? Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Atletico Madrid. I mean, they won on the weekend against Athletic Club, who've been doing well. But yeah, the Champions League campaign's not been going well for them. Four points through four games. Porto with six. Club Bruges with ten. Leverkusen, I think they have more points in the Champions League than uh, Bundesliga. Ooh, Bundesliga? Um, they don't, but <laughs> it's <laughs> close. Because Leverkusen, they, uh, <laughs> they got smacked by Frankfurt. Did they? 5-1 Ooh. in Xabi Alonso's second Bundesliga game. They won last week, and then this week it went back to normal. So now they're, they're, they're 16th, 8 points. That's concerning. Yeah, so there's a lot of teams that are doing kind of odd this season. Europe in general. Um, anything else we need to mention here? Yeah, I mean, Champions League groups were four oh, matched. Massive goal for Ishmael Kone! That's Ishmael Kone. We have a live reaction here to uh, Montreal, Orlando. In and the Ishmael Kone, I think, just scored for Montreal, 16th minute. But fantastic. Great goal. And Montreal's been really pushing Orlando this match, too. And a lot of people have been saying that uh, FC Montreal have been, or CF Montreal, excuse me, have been, uh, like, one of the the biggest teams to watch this playoffs. So, 
Um, but sorry. Yeah, the Champions League. I mean, I mean, right now it looks like Napoli, Liverpool are going to go through. Uh, of course, Bayern are going through. Inter, you know, they got the head-to-head advantage over Barcelona, so their three-point advantage is looking good for them. I mean, Group D with Tottenham seven points, Marseille six, Sporting six, Frankfurt four. Sporting don't know how to play against Marseille. They they gave Marseille the they got rid of Marseille's uh, juju in the Champions League where Marseille never got wins. Now Marseille has two wins in the Champions League. I couldn't believe my eyes, but uh, I called it. Well, I, uh, well, I think they're still. I, I forget where I put them. They, that group's still wide open. Yeah. Uh, Ch- I mean Chelsea, Milan. Those two matches. Mm-hmm. Did you guys catch that Tomori red card? Uh yes, yes, yes. Over the shoulder. Ah, uh, I didn't like it. But was he technically the last man? Technically, and he wasn't going for the ball because yeah. he was grabbing his shoulder. But you can tech, you could probably say technically the rules. And plus, referees don't really give enough penalties for players that don't dive. Right. Mm. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I thought it was a little ticky tack. I understand why, and it's a, a technical. Well, right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I felt <laughs> it just ruined the game for me, so I ended up just not paying attention. But Chelsea are first place with seven points. Salzburg are second with six. And Milan and Dinamo Zagreb tied for third with four points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Slim's group. Yeah. <laughs> Celtic last place with one point. Rip Bozo. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, but uh, apparently they were having a lot of chances against Leipzig, not taking them, and Leipzig scored some goals. Leipzig. Yeah. They have six points in the group in second. Real Madrid have ten points in first. And Shakhtar Donetsk still have a chance to make the knockout stages. Five points right now. They could have beaten Real Madrid but conceded late to Rudiger who got his face smacked up. Ruined, dude. Did you see the cut too? I didn't see the cut, but... There was one angle that you could just see it. It almost looked like it opened up over his eyebrow. Like, it looked bad, but hey... That I was I was half upset because you know what's funny is I it got down to just before that corner and I was like ah oh, this game's done <laughs> I turned it off <laughs> of course because I have this Champions League curse remember last year when there were all those goals and I just happened to watch every game that didn't have goals <laughs> that's literally what happened to me in that 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 right there and I, happened where like there's four of you guys watching games and you were watching all the games that had no goals yeah literally <laughs> How does that happen? i was so upset dude like you switch a game and then a goal happens in the game you switched off from and i was literally just watching and that was just what happened in, in that match and then all of a sudden you just hear all of the the rudiger uh photos and everything like that like i was so pissed off that i missed it but <laughs> Yeah, but then uh, Group G looks like City and Dortmund are going to go through top two with Sevilla and Copenhagen Aiken having two points while Dortmund having seven. And then Group H, which we've mentioned already with PSG Benfica top two with eight points. Benfica tying PSG twice. Pretty impressive. Benfica have been a pretty top side so far. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember if you were saying that you were either going to be really impressed with Benfica or you didn't think they were going to do that well in the... I think I said that I had them finishing in second. Okay, I, th- I thought so to... too. I thought so too. Because you, there was uh, a couple of guys that you were very impressed with, and you said that they were, I think, hot at the start of the season. That you were saying yeah, that. I mean, they were hot for a long time. Like yeah. they won their first twelve games of the season. Oh wow! I think they ended up like, uh, they ended up dropping points. I don't know if it was a draw or a loss after the international break. Wow! And in, during the international break, the players that didn't get called up were had like five day vacation. <laughs> So you could probably see it with that, but yeah. I mean they seem like they're just on a roll right now in general. I don't know if they lost. No, they yeah they've just they've only had one draw this season. I think um, nine matches played in the league, twenty five points. Doing well for them. But shout out Casapia, uh, fourth place. I've never seen them in the first division before, so up <laughs> for them. Cool, that's good. Um, one thing I'll mention is I. Uh, I was going to say, and and I was going to say because uh, I want you to tell this story before we head off here, but I want you to tell this story because 
there aren't any really Sunday leagues going on right now. We haven't been getting a lot of messages about your Sunday league. So let us know more stories from your Sunday leagues. I know some leagues aren't going on right now, but indoor season is coming up as well as we, we have indoor season coming up. So send us your stories as soon as possible. But was where though? Oh, uh, yes. Thank you so much. Uh, send us your stories to at the 90th minute on uh, Instagram or Twitter, uh, Twitter as well. What is the Twitter handle? Is it different as well? It's at the 90th minute underscore. There we go. I can never remember the handles, but just look up the 90th minute and you will find it there. Send us uh, messages there. Wazi, you just got back from uh, San Diego. You have a, a little bit of a, a story here. A little bit. Um, How was your time? How was it, it was good. I was, the nice thing about my trip is that I was able to actually use my Uber One membership. Oh, yeah. To save a little bit of money on Uber because we had to Uber all over the place. Really? So we didn't rent a car or anything. We Ubered, which was actually fantastic. A lot of the drivers were great. No issues. So I was able to save a little bit like you can with Uber One membership. You need it. So, um, of course, the Uber One mission, uh, you get 5% off rides. And, and honestly, when you go to a place like California, it can be a little bit pricey going from place to place, going mm -hmm. to conventions especially. So uh, it, was, it was nice to be able to utilize that. And especially, I mean, with Uber One and Uber One membership, you can also use it for your groceries if you don't have time like me. Yeah. You know, I'm in San Diego. I'm doing a lot of stuff, going to convention, having a lot of fun. And, you know, it, when you're, in, in, you're staying somewhere and you need some groceries, just... You know, use your Uber One membership. You also get 5% off for the groceries. Someone picks it up. There you go. Beautiful. Easy. Said and done. So, of course, you can use your Uber One membership. The link will be. So. Beautiful. Yeah, no, I, I'm also heading down to LA in a couple there you of go. weeks. And so. We're going to be Ubering. That. We're Ubering out from my uh, aunt and uncle's place to Anaheim for a day. So, that's our that's our plan there. Yeah. But, yeah. Perfect. I mean, did you do anything special at the convention? I went to Twi TwitchCon. Yeah, that's what I was And it was not as bad as people said on social media. There was a <laughs> lot of criticism about it. I know a Twitch streamer named Trainwrecks said something about, oh, it's a bunch of virgins getting together. Da -da -da -da. I'm, like, da -da -da. I'm like, dude, shut up. It wasn't even that bad. I mean, that was that one incident with the streamer, Andrew Andrea Chechik, who... Bro, ah. Yeah, I'm not even going to get into it. You, everybody it's, knows her I back is screwed. It. I hate it so much. Uh, I saw that and I literally There's just... a lot of things, you know, I, I can say about it, but honestly, I didn't really go to that Lenovo booth. I didn't really check it out with the pit. I can't really give... Did you see it? Yeah, I, I, I walked past it a bunch of times. I yeah. just didn't really... I saw people, like, jumping and doing their thing, but, like, I don't know. Something happened to a point where... Look her back. Like, obviously, so, you know, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to get in trouble. You know, you never know, right? Like, it's oh, a legal no, thing, right? For sure. Um, so, I mean, there was a couple of those phone booths. My only issue is that I didn't bring the right, good enough shoes. Oh, really? I, I should have brought more comfortable shoes to walk around. So, if you're going to a convention, please bring comfortable shoes. <laughs> they will feel like they're cracking. There was a brand, a booth, uh, that saved my life, I think. It was called Hyper Ice. And they basically was like massage therapy oh they had massage therapists on hand they didn't give me a massage i should have got one yeah but i sat in this chair with like leg compression thing that you know Ooh. i was like holy shit this is yeah. and oh, this restored I, my like, blood flow and everything those yeah. are those big boots yeah. eh? I've they, always fuck, seen they, those. They, they just oh they do the job right yeah. there was this little ball thing like a vibrating ball and it was just perfect for your palm your feet and, like, you know your shoulder i had a buddy of mine there um, I, 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 I told him about it. He went up there and he's like, yo, I'm gonna buy everything you guys got here. <laughs> but he dropped 700. What? That's a con. Really? Well, he, he, he works for Tesla. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Shut up, Glenn. This, this guy is just dropping a whole bunch yeah, of Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> Easily my favorite part of the convention was that, um, uh, and I, I played COD. I didn't really meet any streamers, honestly, compared to my last couple of years. I know Valkyrie was there. She's pretty. Everyone, if you, she's YouTube. Yeah, I um, I think if I stayed at the convention longer on Sunday, I would have met her because mm -hmm. that's when she really started to make more of an appearance and people started finding her and get a crowd following her. Oh, One of my old buddies from Twitch who used to mod for her, I think he he ran into her and they they kind of have a small relationship. She knows who he is and she called him an idiot kind of jokingly oh, and he's like he's like please get me a job and. He, 
It's like I'm I'm un- I'm unemployed. Can you get me job? I'm like, okay. That's weird. Jared, That's weird. Jared's a silly guy. Um, <laughs> I went to a Brazilian steakhouse. Uh, yo, you know what? I think uh, San Diego has fantastic steakhouses. They have great food all over, all, uh, all yeah, over. Like tacos, bro. I ate so many tacos. <laughs> I, can't. I I had a taco a day. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I had a taco a day. I okay, okay, okay. Why are you piercing my soul? Yeah, I, I went. Uh, we we stayed in Mission <laughs> Beach. I don't know if anyone knows where that is, but it was a nice little area. And I, I went to a nice little Mexican taco. It was very authentic, and you can just grab a burrito or a taco, and uh, it looked a little sketch, but it was very good. But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They didn't fuck around when it came to come to the so- sauce. <laughs> they, they gave me like five sauces, man, and they they burned my tongue. Yeah, it was li- very authentic. It was really good, actually. It was fantastic. Some of the best tacos I ever had. Good. Yeah, it was great. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you had a good time. Good, good trip. I, I hung around with. I had two guys from the UK. Yeah, it's you were saying that. Yeah, they're awesome. One of them said Brighton sucks. <laughs> Actually, every every time I mentioned a town in the UK, they said it was a shithole. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. If it's not their place, and yeah, they, it's that, pretty territorial. They, they enjoyed it. It was good time. Good food. Good people. Good. Um, at San Diego, great time. Alrighty, Thank let's you. wrap up today's episode. There. Question: Is it Ballon d'Or? I have no idea. Are the Ballon d'Or is supposed to be available today or tomorrow? This is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Ballon d'Or is after the World Cup. No, I think it's tomorrow. It's ridiculous. It's so so weird. What? Uh oh, it's tomorrow. Wait, what? <laughs> the Ballon d'Or today, when this podcast is released, it will be announced, and I think it's probably going to be Benzema, which is fair enough. I don't get it either. Why announce it in October? It's be announced in January. Why is it pushed up because of the World Cup? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I I remember now. Yeah, they wanted this one to be pushed before the World Cup. So that the next Ballon d'Or has the World Cup influence. Oh. Hmm. I think French football wanted the Frenchman Ballon d'Or. Uh, I mean, fair enough. I think Benzema Although I think it. the decision was made before the Champions League. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, alrighty. Well, <laughs> on that note, as we, that's why we're called the Sunday League Pundits. You, yeah. don't, you don't really take us seriously. We're just going to have some fun, talk, funny, banter. Yeah. And with that being said, Brett, end it off. Just Thank you so much for joining us today on the Sunday League Pundits presented by Uber One. A fantastic weekend of football. That was another week in the beautiful game for Lucas, Waz, and myself and everybody else here at the 90th Minute presented by Uber One. Thank you so much for joining us. Stay safe. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 